that's really what I encourage students to do is, you know, decide today before you leave the room that you're okay with who you are and you yeah. love who you become because the minute you do that is the minute that you don't care about what other people think. That's the voice of Jim Love, a keynote and motivational speaker. He talks to students about being leaders and he's got an amazing mental health journey that he's been through as well. Why is it hard for people to find their inner voice? Tips on dealing with bullying and men dealing with emotional abuse. <laughs> it's all coming up this week on Mental Health Monday. Mental Health Monday is an informational podcast and should not be used to replace the specialized training and professional judgment of a healthcare or mental health care professional. Mental Health Monday can't be held responsible for the use of the information provided. Please always consult a trained mental health professional before making any decision regarding treatment of yourself or others. Self-help information and podcasts and information on the internet is useful, but it's not always a substitute for professional assistance. Unless otherwise noted, guests of Mental Health Monday are not doctors or licensed in any way. Our hope is to make a connection with you and be more open and honest about everyone's mental health. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome to another Mental Health Monday. We put the men in mental health. It's a Riggs Off the Radio podcast. So in addition to talking to experts in mental health and suicide prevention, I like to find men who have stories to share. This week, talking to Jim Love. Jim caught my eye on Twitter. We went back and forth with some tweets on mental health, and before he knew it, we struck up a conversation. I did some social stalking, found out he's been a Marquette University grad. He uses his story to inspire students to become leaders, but it's also applicable to adults as well. He's all about finding your inner voice, and as he calls it, being authentically you. And you know me, I love a good positive person. But Jim's story doesn't come without struggle or challenges. This week, I'll talk to him about how he breaks through to teens and gets them thinking positive, letting them know they can find their inner true self. We'll talk about bullying, which is something that teenagers deal with a lot in school. I mean, if we want a better world for mental health, we should probably start by talking to our kids, right? Jim Love, my guest this week for Mental Health Monday. So first of all, Jim, tell me, how do you define a leader? Like, what do you see as a leader? Uh, when I was 16, I... I I didn't say, you know, leader to me was sort of like this, you know, guy in a suit, you know, leading a company and that is a leader, but you know, leadership is an everyday thing. You know, it's holding the door open for someone. It's, it's um, just talking to someone, understanding what, you know, what they're going through, whatever it might be. And I think so for, in males, especially, um, I think we're, we're just kind of sort of maybe shove off that, that, you know, and and just live our lives and do the right thing, that type of thing. But I I think if you really dive into it, uh, it, it's an acceptance thing, you know, accepting yourself as a leader and then learning and growing into that. And, um, and then ultimately loving who you are and what you become. So a lot of students just aren't encouraged to do that. I think they're always thinking about the future. What's next, what's next. And like, okay, why are you a leader now? And, and, you know, what's, you talk what's about all about like leading by example, mm-hmm. you know, so I preach authentic leadership. And uh, if I'm not being authentic on stage or in my life and in, in social media, then I'm a hypocrite. I People mean, can I, see right through that stuff too. Yeah, if you're not authentic, oh, totally. They I, can see phonies. You see it all the time. Yeah. You can see it on social media. You can see it on TV. You can just read when somebody's just being fake. Mm-hmm. And no one does that better than a 15 year old student. Right. <laughs> you know, and, and so I would be doing a disservice if I, you know, didn't show them, you know, I'm, I'm an adult and, and, you know, have done dumb things and I own up to them and I've learned a lot, but like I go up and I'm energetic and I, I turn up cause I love doing it. And it's, this is me. It's, you know, what you see is what you get. And, and, yeah. uh, and I appreciate, you know, I can be a resource for students. I feel like they can talk to someone real. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to give them the answer that, you know, that maybe isn't, you know, the most colorful or glorious of answers, but this is life. And I'm going to, I'm going to try and help you. you yeah, know, through putting it. on the fake front, I think is mm-hmm. what some 
like students do and what a lot of men do as well yes. you know putting on that mask that everything is fine mm-hmm. i'm good let's do this let's roll but you're you're putting down a lot of feelings and you said earlier kind of off the off the podcast is that you uh you were raised irish catholic yes but yes. catholic nonetheless mm-hmm. and you come from that family where they tell you to push down your emotions you need to talk about things you can pray to get through it mm-hmm. you're going to be fine it's just a phase you can get through and get over yeah. so have there been moments in your life when you have something that you're not getting through and that didn't work for you and what did work for you. Yeah, you know, for me, um, you know, and, and some of my, you know, my mental health journey, if you will, I found that the more closed off I was, and the more I wasn't just open to what I was feeling at that time, the worse it made it. You yeah. know, I, I felt like there were times where I was in my own battle and couldn't share what was going on with people because I didn't want to burden them or, or make things awkward, and then that made me overthink it, and then that made it a vicious cycle of it getting worse. Yeah. And I would say that it, only recently have I have I really sort of gotten a lot more open with that, and I'd rather. 10 times out of 10 me walk into a room and people know what I've what I'm about and what I've gone through than me trying to hide something it just doesn't certainly people may work in different ways but for me it was never productive to be like okay everything's fine you know we're fine you know let's let's there's a dumpster fire in the back but you know the more the more we're aware of the people around us and what they're going through the more we can support them do you talk a lot about self-care mm-hmm. and like self-love what kind of things do you talk about as far as like what do you do personally for your self-care yeah like, I think you know it, it, a big thing is surrounding myself with people that that uh, bring me higher you know, mm-hmm. I, I think that's a, a big thing. And, and um, you know, people that want to see me succeed and, and in turn, I've tried to be the same type of positive, you know, agent of change for those folks. I've certainly picked and choose the people I've surrounded myself with. Yeah. And I think we have the ability to do that and um, and not to be afraid to be happy. You know, I think sometimes like, you know, there's a sense of, you know, you, you want to make people happy and, and whatnot, but the things that you do when no one's looking for yourself are really important. You know, so that self-care, whether it's going to work out or if it's going for a walk or, um, you know, whatever that thing is that you need to do, you should do it more often. Um, you know, for me, you know, faith is a big part of my life. So I, I have that element of, you know, I, I have a great relationship with God and, um, you know, practice that. And, you know, that's not for everyone, but that's, that's kind of, you know, the way, the way well, I, yeah, I, it's I, a I great, it's it. a great positive coping mes- totally. mechanism for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It's great. And so whatever that thing is for you though, is what you should do. I think, you know, the people who are most comfortable with themselves probably know what that is. And yeah. you've got to focus on yourself. I think a lot of times we're, we're sort of, you know, taught to be very selfless and to help people around us. But until we're comfortable with where we're at personally, we can't. So like, let's say like your soul is like a cup, right? And in order to pass around the love to everyone, it's got to be overflowing. So you got you got to have your cup filled up first before you can start filling everybody else's cup. And people forget that. They try and go out with an unfilled cup and fill everybody else. It just doesn't work. And, no. and, and I, you know, it's, it takes some people a lot to realize that. But once they do, I think it's pretty powerful. So how do you deliver a message to people, especially students that are worried about pleasing everyone else? Because I know when you're in high school and you're a kid, you're worried about what everyone else thinks of you, what they're going to think about yeah. how you act, how you dress, how you feel. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you tell those people to find themselves and not worry about what everyone else thinks right. and work on them first? Because that's important. Yeah, totally. Like you totally. just said. I call it, you know, haters. I think there's always going to be haters out there. Haters and trolls. Yeah, out there. that type of thing. And, um, you know, unfortunately, social media gives those people a platform that, that has never didn't exist. I mean, truly, that didn't exist when I was in high school. Right. No, so um, I'm glad that, it didn't that exist part, when I, I was in high school between yeah, you and I, Jim. You had an, you guys telegraph that stuff to <laughs> right. each other in high school. I think we no. did. So there's two things you can control. First is your attitude and two is your effort. And everything else beyond that, you really, you really can't. But if you have those two things in line, if you're yeah. positive, if you're giving it your all and your efforts there, like you're, you know, the, the haters really won't matter. 
like the people around you, that, that that stuff doesn't matter anymore. If you're comfortable with, with where you're at, and that's, that's really what I encourage students to do is, you know, decide today before you leave the room that you're okay with who you are and you yeah. love who you become because the minute you do that is the minute that you don't care about what other people think. That takes a lot to get there. I'm not saying that, you know, when you're 17, all of a sudden you just no, stop it's caring. Not, you know, it's not right? Easy, but no. it's at least a, a, a reminder. Like it's, you know, you, you have allies and who you are is, is okay. And I, I don't, I don't think they're told that often. Don't worry about what, these people are thinking because at the end of the day, they're not going to be with you for the rest of your life. You're going to be with you for the rest of your going life. Going back to the social media and the student thing, I've been, I've been talking to a lot of schools lately that are dealing with bullying and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Is there anything you can give to address people that may be going through a situation where they're being just bullied either online yeah. or in person? Because like mm-hmm. you said, there's always going to be trolls and haters. And unfortunately, one of the things you can't control is, pardon my French, but people are always going to be assholes. Right. No they doubt. have a, have a no right doubt. to be that and they're always yeah. going to be out there. And you can't, you can't change other people. You can only change how you react to other totally. people. So yep. Yep. is there anything else you deliver as far as that yeah. from that standpoint with I the kinda, bullying type thing? I kind of go on two angles on this. You know, the first one, um, I, I, I was bullied, you know, back in the day. I mean, not maybe as much as other people, but like, I, I get it. You know, I know what they're going through. I was too. Yeah. yeah. Number one is you're not alone. I think that's, that's the main thing. I think, you know, when students, it's, it's kind of sort, you know, understand that like there is help, in, you know, and, and you're not alone. So I think like to just understand that that part is important. And number two, this is a, a different angle, but looking at the bullies, um, bullies may come off as people who are just naturally mean people, right? Like the, somehow they're just mean and they're awful. Bullies are probably hurt people. Thank right. you for going there with they're, this. Keep, keep going because yeah, I was hoping you'd go this. They're point. coming from a you know there might be something wrong at home. You know you don't like you don't know what they're going through. So hurt people hurt people. If that yeah, makes sense, that's that totally makes that's sense. What, so I think people people miss that. And weirdly enough, bullies don't get I want to call it the support in quotes, but the support that they might need too. And and I think if if they're given you know, services or, or friendship, sometimes that's all it takes. And I, I don't want to sit here and say to the kid that's being bullied that like, well, the bully's the one that's got to be, you know, that's, you know, it's more, think about all the movies you've seen where there's bullies or TV shows. Oh, yeah. they're, they're, they're just portrayed as terrible people. Right. right. And, and you know, what they're doing is not good, but the person inside is, is, is hurting. And a lot and, of times they come from a broken home. Maybe exactly. their parents are using drugs. Maybe they don't have parents at home. Maybe they're being raised by guardians. All maybe they're things. not getting any attention yeah. that yeah. they need and crave the kids mm-hmm. need at home. Yeah. And, and so they're I think acting you, out, lashing out at school. Yeah. And, and it, and it sucks, right? Like, cause that's, you know, when, when they, they need power from something and that's where they're going to get it from. And that comes from a brokenness place. So we're all broken. Like that's, that's really what it comes to. You know, we're yeah. all human beings. We're all flawed. It's the support we get and our reaction to what's, you know, in our lives. Unfortunately, many bullies are immature, you know, and, yeah. and they don't know where to turn to. So I think if, if they're given love and they're given support, I think a lot of things will change. And that's, that's kind of the, the angles I bring it from. And, and, um, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to be, you know, negative. We're never going to end bullying, right? It's, it's always going to be a thing. And, Unfortunately, and, no, yeah. you're right. And, and, and I've, I would love to, you know, and, and just to, you know, but you can decrease it, um, you know, and, and give help, you know, and give help where it's needed and, and, um, and control just, how you react to it, yeah, to the situation. Exactly. Exactly. You can take it and feel bad about yourself and mm-hmm. woe is me and play the victim angle, or you can use it as a moment of strength and just let it roll off your back right. as best as you can. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's what I would say. Yeah. I don't and find know. allies. You know, I, I think um, yeah. you know, some, sometimes a lot of bullying is pretty secretive and, you know, maybe teachers don't know about it. You know, I mean, you and know, the worst part is it comes home too, because right. it doesn't just stop at school. When exactly. I did it, it stopped at school. When I went home, that was my sanctuary. I could yeah. be away from it. Yeah, now you go home, yeah. you're on Facebook and you're on Instagram and you're getting that bully coming back at you from these angles with comments or direct messages or anything like that. So exactly. it's difficult. It's to stay really tough. I, I don't, I don't envy 
you know high school students now and, and I don't envy parents either. Yeah, parent especially I think reason envy. number sixty three why I don't want children. <laughs> right I got it here sixty sixty two sixty one. I'll go through them one day for you. It'll take us a while. Yeah, no, no, no doubt, and uh, it's important, and I think a lot of people miss that and just sort of demonize um, uh, you know automatically the person doing it rather than yeah. trying to figure out what's the symptom, what's the core issue, and how can we address that. And of course, you know, giving support to the student you know that might be receiving end, but um, there's just there's it's it's a it's a complex you know world there and um, it is complex unfortunately, a lot of people only see one side of it the other thing that's complex is the suicide as well because we've had a couple of suicides in greenfield mm-hmm. and i've been talking with a lot of the parents and they're concerned about the bullying and they're trying to point the finger at something because usually with a suicide you try to you want to point blame mm-hmm. to something within when anybody dies you want to assign blame you want to be able to make it okay someone gets in a car crash you can blame the drunk driver you can blame them for driving unsafe for not wearing a seatbelt. you can blame someone for not taking care of their health and getting lung cancer he smoked his whole life that's why he got it with a suicide or something like that you want to be able to blame something and they want to blame directly bullying for it and unfortunately that is way more complex than that because you don't know what someone's dealing with on the inside did that person love themselves were they depressed did they have anxiety at home did they come from a broken home so it's it's getting parents to understand that that i've been dealing with a lot lately as far sure. as my mental health standpoint. Yeah. So yeah, Man, uh, I just point. wanted to get your take on the bullying thing because that's been kind of a, a hot button topic yeah, in, yeah. in my, and, and, in my and world it, lately. Sure. And it, and I mean, truthfully, you know, when, whenever I work with the school, um, I always ask them, you know, what, 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 what is specific to your school that I should know? You know, yeah. cause I can go in and give my talk anywhere and it's, you know, I mean, it's probably going to work, right? It's, it's a yeah. pretty, you know, but I want to get specific and understand what, what would you say the top three things, you know, and, and bullying is always up there, you know, it's, it's always, always either number one or number two, followed by vaping typically is, is vaping. Is, is other, oh, huge. Yeah. Uh, um, very, very big. Unfortunately. I guess. Yeah. I guess that, and, yeah, that wasn't a thing. It was smoking. I know. Yeah. So that's, that, that's the biggest two. And, and, um, and again, you know, social media gives this sometimes anonymous platform in which to do bullying and, and, yeah. um, and, and I, you know, so it's interesting. Um, I just want to give one example, I, you know, talking about this, this, you know, finding your voice and what your voice is. Yeah. Going back to that. I, I had a student come up to me one time after I was done speaking and, and she looked like she had been, you know, kind of tearing up and I was like, you know, what, what's up? And she's like, I, I think I know what my voice is. She's like, I want to be a positive agent of change in social media. Yeah. And she said it in a way where I was like, I knew that's what a she was positive agent of change. I was like in social media. Yeah. How old was, was this awesome. girl? Uh, she, I think she was like a sophomore. She's oh like my 16. God. Um, and so that she was committed to it, you yeah. know? And, and, and I was like, that's game on. And, and I think, you know, it, it takes a lot of people to change a culture like that around, you know, but, yeah. um, it's got to start somewhere. You know, I think, I think for, for folks like that, and I've heard, you know, sort of bits and pieces of, yeah. of info like that, but that was a, a very real, you know, moment of uh, this is what she's going to do. And, and so I think, you know, if you can get an engaged 15, 16 year old to really commit to something, yeah. you know, it's baby steps, right? And, and get them at a young age too. Yeah. And before takes, they develop the bad time. habits, before you develop bad mental yeah. health habits. Oh, totally, totally. And, and, and they need, you know, reassurances a lot. And, um, you know, but every student's capable, you yeah. know, um, everyone in the world started off as a student, right? And, and, yeah. uh, and, and if we can give them support now, um, you know, at a, at a young age, there's no telling what they're going to do yeah. for the rest of their life. So, so I, I found my voice when I, I lost my uncle to suicide. I've always had a radio voice. I've always wanted to be on the radio. But when I lost my uncle, I decided I can use this platform that I have to spread awareness about this and talk about mental health and talk about suicide and mm-hmm. say the word openly and, you know, without regrets or anything. Absolutely. Because so many people say it hush. They're like, oh, suicide. Nah, nah, nobody. No, don't, don't say it too loud. So that's how I found I found my voice and kind of why I do this and you know mental health Mondays. How did you find your voice? Like, 
what did you do personally? Yeah, I um, so I, I mentioned you know being involved in leadership development for for twelve years now, yeah. um, which is the better you know basically my whole adult life, and um, I, I I would say you know, a lot of it's been positive. I had thoughts about leadership and what it was about. And um, my mental health journey followed that yeah. based on experiences, which I'll touch upon in a second. But um, for the longest time, this concept of just accepting who you are, I call it doing you boo. You know, it's funny, but I, I sure. you know, and that's and the first speaker I saw really talked about that. So I've had that in my head for a long time. Yeah. Um, and then when I started writing things down and then finally got an opportunity to share it, that's when I was like, when I, when I was on stage the first time, I guess is the better answer for this. And I connect. I felt myself connecting with students. That was that was it. Like yeah. that moment of like, I now have a stage to talk about this stuff. I firmly believe all this. This is incredible. And yeah, then for they're me, locked on you. They're paying attention. Yeah, there. totally. And they, they were you know zoned in. And I I've learned so much you know since since that day. Gosh, five six years ago. Uh, but you know I I had I had some difficult experiences. You know I had a really bad boss. I, I had a you know a negative relationship. So um, the, what I learned from those people and and kind of how I responded to them um, and the help I sought out afterwards. Yeah. Really, I saw firsthand what a mental health journey can do yeah. and why it just doesn't end. You know, you got to continually, you know, you're going to have down times. You got to have people you can rely on. You have to, you know, maybe the third party you talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where that all sort of like came up into this one thing of like, okay, this is my message and I care really strongly about this. And mm-hmm. now I have an opportunity and a stage to share it with. You mentioned in the past, you said you, you were in a relationship. It, it was emotional abuse. Mm-hmm. I I've been through that too. And I know a lot of men probably have sure. been through and they're afraid to say anything about that because they feel weak. They're like, I should be stronger than this. I should be able to get up and leave probably how a woman would feel mm-hmm. in a, in a physically or emotionally or any sort of abusive relationship. How did you pick up yourself and move forward from that? Where did you yeah. find the strength to do, to do that as a um, man? Two places. Uh, the first one, you know, very close friends, friends that, that sort of, sort of solid, you know, um, a lot of it was hidden, you know, but, but when I got out, could tell it, something was off, you know, what's the story and, and credit to them. They, you know, I got called out on it, not in a bad way, but like, you know, what's up, like talk to me. And, and so it started there. Um, counseling is the second one. Um, it yeah. really, that was where I, I, and, and, and that came about, because I had a um, kind of a blow up with a uh, a family member that I didn't expect that you know was I, I just had this pent up emotion yeah. and, and and you know kind of cracked for lack of better terms and I was like that came from somewhere like I need to talk this out so, right you weren't mad at them it yes, was from the totally them and, yeah. and they got it too they were like yeah that you know that that's not you so talking through that and and um, you know, the emotions I had I didn't know what any of it meant right it was my first relationship I I, I didn't know what I was doing and I I don't think I realized that I wasn't in the wrong. For a while, I, I I blame myself for a lot of it. Yeah, that, a lot of a tough. lot of people do. Yeah, and maybe and I it get is it, me. Right? Maybe like, I'm crazy. Maybe yeah. I am not you know? good enough. Or something. and, and it, I don't think when it, thinking back to it now, like you know, there was just so many small things. I mean, it's not like I, I don't blame anyone for anything. Yeah, now it's like I, I talked it out and I realized what I needed and, and I and I moved forward to get it. And I, I just kind of got determined to get better and, um, and and now to help people out, you know, that might be going through the same thing. Do you sustain your counseling? Do you see somebody, do you talk to somebody regularly? Absolutely. On, on, yeah. yeah, yeah. I go I go uh, about once a month yeah. um, and, it's, and it's a total gift. I mean, it's really, you know, um, I, sometimes you don't realize it. You know, one day I was like, I don't even feel like going to lane and ended up being one of the better sessions I yeah. had. So it, it's just having the opportunity to, to speak, you know, and, and um, say how you feel. And, and then that, you know, when you voice those things and say it out loud, you know, I mm-hmm. mean, went to your point with suicide, you know, it just, it's, it's becomes more, um, I don't want to say normalized, but you feel like more comfortable that you can share these yeah. things and, and you just have to speak it into existence. You have to speak your truth too, mm-hmm. because I feel like if you go, a lot of people that say, I'm going to go to see a therapist, I'm going to mm-hmm. see a counselor. But if you just go in there to complain about your life right. and you're not honest with yourself, 
Be but real. some things you got to be real. Otherwise, it's not beneficial for you or anybody. Totally. So. They can catch on to that you they know, can. pretty quickly, too. And and I would say I held back you know, a little bit when I yeah. first went. And then I was like, if I'm going to be here, I'm, I'm going to go 110%. Well, you know, yeah. And, 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 and gosh, did it, did it change? I mean, it, you know, it was incredible. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, a lot of people, too, you know, one, uh, uh, I would say a counseling stigma is that you need to have gone through something traumatic in order to go. No. And that's not it. I mean, it's it's, you know. Just go, go and talk it out. If you know, and and um, you can be anyone from any walk of life, and and uh, it's really, it's really a beautiful thing what can happen when you do that. It is. I agree. I started seeing one probably six months ago. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to start practicing what I preach because totally. I wasn't seeing one for a while, and I was <laughs> sure. like, yeah, I just wanted to go just to see what it was like, and yeah. I started going, and I'm realizing things about myself and things about my life and how I react to things and how, totally. yeah. Yeah. And just realizing, you know, finding my voice even more, even mm-hmm. deeper. So, and it feels good, right? You're like, this is awesome. It and, does. And I want to share this with everyone. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, to me, it's like, it's like I had this like just amazing thing at my fingertips. Uh, that's too expensive, but that's a whole different, <laughs> different right. conversation for a different day. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's really, a, uh, you know, a beautiful thing that I, I, I wish more people kind of caught on to that this yeah. is something you can, you can utilize. And more men can do it too. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Cause women yeah. will go to therapy and women go to counseling, but men are so bad at it. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm hoping I can change the stigma on that totally. too. Yeah, and for all the guys out there, I mean, it's yeah. You talk can, about um, it's just it's a great opportunity to to be yourself and, and chat and and uh, and you need it, you know, too. Yeah, you're, you're you deserve to be happy. You, you know, do. Everybody deserves to be too. happy. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. Jim Love, man, is really good to talk to you. The pleasure. And uh, check out the website for you if people want you to come to their school. They want yes. you to talk. They want you to come to workplace. I mean, you pretty you'll pretty much anywhere. talk anywhere. Yeah, I'll go anywhere. I'm based right? here in Milwaukee, you know, <laughs> yes. but I will I will travel. I, um, any opportunity I get to share my message is one that I'll always take. Um, do you want me to give the website? Please do. All right. It's www, write this down, yeah. <laughs> goauthenticyou.com. And you can find all your information there and you kind of what you're about in your bio mm-hmm. and stuff there as well. So thanks for taking the time, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you it. so much, It's Riggs. good to have another man, another ally in the mental health fight and just the world of positivity. Thank you. Amen. I Amen. appreciate it. Hey, thank you again for checking out another Mental Health Monday. If you're still listening and you liked it this far, why not give it a review or a, a five-star like in the App Store? I don't know how it works on Google Play or other platforms, but a review would be great. That'd be nice so I know what I'm doing is working and you're enjoying it. Or maybe you have suggestions for upcoming shows. That's great, too. You can always find me on my personal website. That's rigsradio.me. Talk to you next week for Mental Health Monday. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, afternoon, morning, night, whatever you're doing. And always remember, make good life decisions. 